It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 31-year veteran at Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me. Now, the last time we spoke, you were a 30-year veteran. I know. Time flies. Across the the line. (laughs) Well, congratulations. 31 years. That's amazing. Especially since you're only 31 years of wisdom. Yes. (laughs) Yes, and I'm 28. (laughs) And you're 28. (laughs) We were talking about what buyers should not ask of sellers with regards to repairs. I want to review just a tiny bit of that because we did that in another week. The easily repaired items, the document I was looking at, yeah, I was said items under 10 bucks, but you said that's ridiculous. Items under a hundred bucks, just don't ask. I would actually say 500. Oh, really? If you want my number. I do. I want your number. I would say at least 500. So don't. And actually, I would probably tell you at least a thousand. Don't ask the seller to fix something if it's less than a thousand bucks. Why? Well, it depends on how many items. So let me backtrack. So first of all, a lot of the contracts are as is with right to inspect. So let's put this in perspective. In good faith, you negotiated a deal knowing you're buying it as is with right to inspect. Now you have the right to back out of the deal if you don't like the results. You also have the right to go back to the seller and try to renegotiate. The seller's not going to be too willing to renegotiate if there's one item that needs to be repaired. He's saying, Yahoo, I only had one item that needed to be repaired. Be thankful. Yeah. And so what I tell my buyers is look for the big items, you know, pick maybe three roof leak, Mm -hmm. termites, Mm. AC, AC not cooling properly. Okay. All that other stuff, and there's a ton of all that other stuff, you can turn it into a form of a credit. Mm -hmm. You can say, hey, all of these items add up to $1,500. Let's negotiate. Just give me $1,000. Because those numbers also, by the way, Steve, are inflated. Uh They're inflated because it's based on the inspector saying, okay, if the toilet flapper isn't working, it's $250. Okay, you can go to Home Depot and buy... A flapper for, right. I don't know, 25 bucks. That's right. Do it yourself if you know how to. Right. Now, saying do it yourself, this is where we get ourselves into trouble. I'll paint a picture for you. Buyer wants $6,000 worth of repair. Seller takes a look at the list and says, I'll tell you what, I'll take care of this, 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 and this, and give you $2,000. I'm going to take care of it. Don't worry. I got don't it. Don't worry. I got I a guy. I got it. I got a guy. So here's <laughs> the scenario. I got a guy really needs to be licensed and insured and receipts and everything else. Well, then you, you have your guy do the work. Now the buyer is going to come back with his inspector uh-huh. and reinspect the work. Uh-huh. I see. That. And, and so then you have opinions. Uh-huh. You didn't do it right. It's shoddy. Da, 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 da. Don't go down there. Just work out a, a credit. Yeah. That's gotcha. what I say. You know, Replacing things like smoke detectors or carbon monoxide detectors, you know, I think it's smart for the buyer just to go in and replace them all themselves. In the beginning when they first move in. Because first of all, these things get updated. As a matter of fact, I updated mine recently. And you know, when when the battery would go, you used to have to like unscrew the whole thing, take it off the ceiling and everything. Now there's a little button you push and the battery flips out. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's fancy. like at a 90 degree angle and you just replace it. It's like, Man, I wish I knew this yeah. like five what, years how ago. Are, how much are they, 20 bucks? I <laughs> no, mean, they're more than that. Okay. But, but they're not very much. Yeah. They're not. 
bottom line is you're safer if you have your own new stuff in there. And so that's not something. And you don't want to rely that the seller put it in properly, installed it properly. Yeah, yeah. Plumbing issues, minor. Well, you mentioned, uh, you know, the the flapper. flapper and all of that stuff. So use your common sense. Say, you know, look, here's a, here's a list of 12 items. You know, let's a thousand bucks will cover it. Right. And then you can just move on and concentrate on the important stuff. Exactly. Right? Like okay. the, the roof leak, right. the termites. What about things that were obvious from the beginning? You know, you walk up the path, the sod needs replacement. There's the fence, cracks. There's fence issues. Right. Something dangling. So again, especially if it's something that's obvious. So when you're negotiating on your purchase of a home, the seller is also assuming that you saw these things. If something is very obvious. So to bring that item up during the inspection period, it's a hard sell yeah. on the seller. Yeah. So your best bet on trying to negotiate these things when you're dealing with a seller, if the seller didn't know that his air conditioning isn't cooling properly because it's not falling in the right temperature differential, he has no way of really knowing that. Yeah. That would be a legit thing you can, you can bring to him. Roof leaks. Sellers don't know they have roof leaks unless they actually see a roof leak. Right. Roof leaks begin on the edge of the house. So unless a trained eye seller can walk around his property and, and recognize roof leaks, mm-hmm. he doesn't know about those roof leaks. Neither would you. But something blatantly obvious. We were talking about roof leaks off air, and uh, one inspector came in and saw six right. leaks, and, and yet it wasn't really six. Right. We had two roofers, and it's one leak instead of six leaks. Why did he say there were six? Because he saw stains. Uh-huh. So. These stains weren't wet stains. They were just stains from a previous time. You know, the roof had been replaced, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years ago, but they were really old stains. I yeah. mean, well, truth the, of the, the matter is somebody should have, should have paid in the garage yeah, I mean, that's, ceiling. That's lazy or But whatever. you know what? That could be construed as hiding something uh, too. You know, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, right. I, I'm not encouraging you to go paint stains because- Also, the older the house, the more issues. Sure. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, you remember the good old Chinese drywall days? Oh, yeah. Those were all brand new houses. Mm -hmm, Those mm -hmm. were big problems. Mm -hmm. And actually, you'd be quite surprised if you are buying a new home, bring in an inspector. Well, I have a question for you. Some suggest that you should not use a home inspector, that you should get a plumber, that you should get an electrician, individuals who are experts in their own individual field as opposed to kind of a generalist as a home inspector. What do you think? Well, it depends on what the contract calls for. But for example, a lot of roofers don't want to do roof inspections. They'll come out based on an inspection report that you have and tell you, hey, you know, the cost to repair this leak is this, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to go out there. That's not their business. It's not right. They're they're there to to repair businesses. I would tell you this. I would do a general inspection. And if there's something that's of concern that could potentially be a, a major item, if they start talking about electrical, absolutely bring in an electrician. Yeah. So your inspector's scoping out the whole entire house. Like a generalist. Like a generalist and looking for potential Mm. issues. Just because he finds things doesn't necessarily mean you just have to delve a little deeper. So I think this is an area, and we're really out of time, but this is an area that you want to spend some money on. Because, I mean, you're going to be in this house a long time, and these things are important. So don't be penny wise and pound foolish when it comes to this. Spend the money up front so you don't have to spend the money later. My guest is always Terry Story, a 31-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.